trigger warning. The following episode contains references to sexual content, human suffering, death, factual inaccuracies, several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Join us as we discuss the now-extinct Russian homing missile pigeon. I'm Adam. Yeah, sorry about your men. Their boat ran aground in my basement. I'm Sean. Have you heard about Catherine the Great? They say she has sex with horse. No, I mean Horace. And now he has palace! I'm Andy. They say nothing heals a broken heart, but all of Poland has to be a good start. I'm Kelly, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today we'll be talking about Russian empresses and various other Russian rulers with various other titles. Empiruses. <laughs> and Russian roulettes. I'm dressed to impress. I do have this document titled Russian Rulerettes, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This episode is brought to you by our patron and researcher, Amy, who helped me put this episode together and helped me pay for coffee. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> So, etymology of czar. Czar. Czar was used from 1547 to 1721 to denote the male ruler of Russia. Hmm. Czar comes from Caesar, the Latin title for the Roman emperor. See, that's what I always thought, but just they they didn't know how to spell it right. (laughs) Too many letters. Let's cut off the first two. And then they changed it to emperor after 1721 when Peter the Great established an empire, but they sort of hung up onto it as sort of a secondary title nonetheless. And Tsarina is just the female version of Tsar. The lady male. <laughs> I just met a girl named Tsarina. Russia goes back to Rootsy. <laughs> the, Finnish, the Finnish name for Sweden. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm. apparently it, it was swedish merchants who settled in kiev in the ninth century okay so yeah russia means sweden <laughs> <laughs> take that russia in finnish we don't have any fears of russian empresses or any scientific facts about them there's nothing scientific about them nope they had no male bits <laughs> <laughs> what about I, I mean there's science behind that rasputin guy and he had magic right <laughs> <laughs> We'll do him on a different episode. So our acid pop quiz is pretty short today. As usual, when I do these episodes that are focused on awesome or scary women in history, my quiz is a little more general because there just aren't that many facts out there. So true or false, Russian nobles were exempt from corporal punishment. Mm, No way. I'm going to say false. Uh, I'd say they were exempt. Like if they were the ones passing down the ruling. (laughs) I find me innocent. (laughs) Case closed. So this is true. This is one of the benefits of nobility. But if you're in charge, the rules are about as flexible as you need them to be. And what it means to be a noble is also as flexible as you need it to be. I I thought they got (laughs) slaughtered like every other week. All right. True or false. Russian nobles were free from compulsory military service. I'd say false on that one, too. It just seems like something that they'd force them to do. 
I feel like that's probably true. You make enough money, you don't have to fight. Oh, they're not making them fight. Adam? Uh, true, I guess. So this was true until 1874. Hmm. And then I guess they ran out of people. <laughs> true or false? Peter the Great's mistress and eventual wife was one of his first wife's ladies-in-waiting. That sounds like a tale as old as time. I'll say true. I'm going to stick with saying false. Yeah, that's saucy stuff. So this is false. Well, in fact, she wasn't nearly so high as mighty as to be a lady-in-waiting to the empress. <laughs> Catherine, originally named Marta, was the daughter of Swedish, or possibly Latvian, peasants. Ah, she was assistant garbage collector. <laughs> <laughs> This fact was treated as a state secret by her descendants. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, but your grandma was a peasant. <laughs> it says here on birth certificate you are scum. <laughs> Just half scum. So Catherine even ruled in her own right for two years after Peter's death. So the empress of all Russia was... Some Swedish peasant. Some Swedish peasant. But as we've established, Russia is Sweden, so it's okay. It's <laughs> very confusing. And she was the first wo woman to rule uh, Russia alone oh, without a, a male co-ruler. So, For 700 days in a row. And then she died. Like, oh. she wasn't deposed or anything. Herc! Followed by uh, Peter's grandson. But we won't get into that because he was not an empress. <laughs> so we won't discuss him. <laughs> Moving on to our terms. What is a fount of honor? Fount. That is the nickname for the emperor's penis. <laughs> <laughs> come here, come here, let me honor you. Hmm. That's just a long name for the throne. That's what all the uh, Russian conquistadors were looking for. <laughs> so this is the term for someone who has the ability to bestow nobility. So That's cool. You, you're a noble. <laughs> you remember you. in our knight episode where knights could make other knights <laughs> uh, by budding this is what happened when that stopped hmm. so after this only a monarch could elevate someone to nobility or bestow knighthood a lot of countries still have a fount of honor um, for example <laughs> england the queen of england is the fount of honor but uh, russia does not the font of england <laughs> fount fount <laughs> okay so the following are styles of address for different ranks of Russian nobility. I need you three to order them from highest rank to lowest. Okay. Your Excellency. Mm. Your Wellborn. Mm. Your High Wellborn. Mm. And your Highborn. Wellborn, mm. High Wellborn, Highborn, Excellency. So Excellency is lowest? Oh, sorry. Nope. Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying Excellency at top. High well-born, well-born, high-born. I'm going to say excellently high-born, high-well-born, well-born. Mine's Sean's, yes. Oh, okay. That is indeed correct. Woo! It's your excellency, your high-born, your high-well-born, and then your well-born. Hi, well-born. <laughs> <laughs> well-born's not here, man. <laughs> Just going to name my son well-born. <laughs> well-born is the lowest style of address in Russian nobility. Um, Peter the Great created the Table of Ranks in 1722, and boy, is it complicated. <laughs> Sounds um, like he gave it four legs. Good table. Uh, there were 14 ranks with five styles of address for civil, court, or military ranks, and another seven for clergy. 
Wow. Uh, the lowest rank for clergy is your evangelism. Hmm. <laughs> that's a mouthful. All right. So that's it for our quiz. We're going to move on to our stories. The first person we're going to talk about here is Olga of Kiev. Okay. And I want to give a shout out to our patron Pavel for bringing Olga to my attention. Olga. Thank you for bringing the Kiev. <laughs> so Olga is why I was a little fuzzy about the titling of this one. She never ruled Russia because when she was born in 903 CE, the country of Russia didn't exist. Oh, it was enough. at that time still <laughs> Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> she did, however, marry Igor, Prince of Kiev, and Kiev is part of Russia to be. It's so Igor. for our purposes, she is the Empress of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Olga Igor, Olga Igor, Olga Igor, Olga Igor. So... In 945 CE, our friend Igor sets out to visit the neighboring tribe of Drevlians to remind them that they haven't been paying tribute since 1912. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. And could they please get on that? 912? Uh-huh. Okay. It was 945. They yeah. hadn't paid since 912. He said 19, so. Oh, sorry. sorry. It's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're 1,000 years pre-due. <laughs> And with interest, that's, well, here, let's just start stabbing. <laughs> the Drevlians did not take this request kindly. Who are you? Which is to say they bent down two birch trees and tied them to Igor's legs. <laughs> that's weird. Like then stilts. they let the trees go. <laughs> None of the pieces of Igor survived this treatment. <laughs> oh. I thought maybe they just waited for the trees to grow. <laughs> Olga was now a widow, which the Drevlians thought was great. Yeah. They just have their prince marry her, and not only would they not need to pay any pesky tribute, they'd also rule Kiev. So they put twenty dudes in a boat and send them off to Kiev to let Olga know that her husband is dead, and they expect her to marry the man responsible for his murder. Okay, as <laughs> you have tradition. Two trees. <laughs> she says to them, "Your proposal is pleasing to me." <laughs> I hated that guy. <laughs> Rubbing her hands together weirdly, though. <laughs> My husband cannot rise again from the dead, but I desire to honor you tomorrow in the presence of my people. Return now to your boat and remain there with an aspect of arrogance. I shall send for you on the morrow, and you shall say, we will not ride on horses nor go on foot. Carry us in our boat, and you will be carried in your boat. Wear your most flammable outfit. <laughs> I promise it isn't full of holes. <laughs> To have these barrels of tar. <laughs> <laughs> so they return to their boat and the next day insist on being carried, just as she suggested. Her people pick up the boat, uh -huh. carry it to the court, uh -huh. and drop it in the trench that was dug for exactly that purpose oh, for no! the night. That's a weird boat-sized <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> then they were buried alive. In a boat? <laughs> yes! I can't swim in dirt! <laughs> It's recorded that Olga bent down to watch them being buried and inquired as to whether the honor was to their taste. Laughing <laughs> 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 creepily the whole time. <laughs> she then sends a messenger to the Drevlian court. Instead of saying, hey, I just killed 20 of your guys. Suck it. She says, They hey. were in a boat accident. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible boating accident. <laughs> <laughs> Send your best dudes to escort me to my new fiance the so that everyone understands how important this upcoming wedding is send boat measurements <laughs> <laughs> the drevlian prince obligingly sends all his best chieftains <laughs> to collect her yep. all the strongest most trusting guys <laughs> <laughs> 
When they get there, she graciously invites them to wash up in Kiev's finest bathhouse. Hmm. <laughs> then she locks the doors and sets the bathhouse on fire. Oh, there's the fire. <laughs> How is this water on fire? Oh, my God. <laughs> so apparently news travels slow in 945, <laughs> and the Drevlians don't hear about this one either. How's it going over there? <laughs> there's no messengers to send back word. Very excited think- about the taxes. <laughs> I think her messengers are just slightly faster than their messengers. <laughs> <laughs> so Sprinting let me tell you them on the road it's going great <laughs> trips the guy <laughs> hey. <laughs> olga sends word that she wants a funeral feast for her dead husband before the wedding and the drevlians <laughs> get cooking while they wait for olga to arrive olga shows up and the drevlians party hard <laughs> So hard, in fact, that Olga's soldiers have no difficulty at all the- killing 5,000 of them in a single night. Wow. God. Jeez. They're, yeah, I don't think I'd want to go to war hungover. Just stab me. <laughs> so the remaining Drevlians, finally sort of catching on, beg Olga for mercy. Please stop messing with us. <laughs> We've been nothing but kind to you, except for that husband thing. <laughs> she says, okay, I'll throw you a big party. Say, like, wait, wait. Olga, being the forgiving sort, asks very little. She asks that every household bring her three pigeons and three sparrows. Grateful Uh, for an end to the slaughter, they do as they're told. Wow, really? (laughs) Olga hands out the birds to her soldiers and has them tie a piece of sulfur bound with cloth to each bird. Oh no, now they're going to fly back to their... (laughs) (laughs) At nightfall, they lit the cloths and set the birds free. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the birds obligingly flew home. You gotta get away that from this is... fire. <laughs> Back to the homes of those who'd brought them. Oh, God. So, is this oh. where that crazy <laughs> dentist in World War II got the idea for his bat bombs? According to records of the incident, there was not a house that was not consumed, and it was impossible to extinguish the flames because all the houses caught on fire at once. The people fled from the city, and Olga ordered her soldiers to catch them. Thus she took the city and burned it, and captured the elders of the city. Some of the other captives she killed, while some she gave to others as slaves to her followers. The remnant she left to pay tribute. (laughs) Yeah, but all they have now is burnt houses and baked Cornish game hens. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God we were able to scrounge together all the pigeons she wanted. (laughs) Last fact about Olga, she's a saint. Oh, oh good. Could have fooled me. <laughs> a saint of pigeons. I'm the saint of trenches. <laughs> After she was done slaughtering an t- entire people, she apparently converted and uh, tried and failed to convert her people. So she was made a saint. Oh. Wow, I feel bad about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that she did. Yeah. <laughs> she's a woman who set herself a job and completed it. Well, she at least acted bad in front of a priest who said, you're forgiven. (laughs) So that's Olga. Wow. They got off to a good start. (laughs) It's going to be tough to beat. I don't think anyone else on this list is nearly so uh, bloody minded. She's definitely uh, (laughs) the star of the show. Also, she was around at a time where it was easier to just, you know, slaughter an entire tribe of people. We're, We're moving forward now to 1730. Oh. So by 1730, the Russian monarchy was in some disarray. Uh, blame Peter the Great for torturing his own son to death and dying without naming an heir. Any 
Anyway, one of the many people to muddle their way to the throne after his death, notably neither the first one nor the last, was Ivanovna. 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 Anna Ivanovna? Yes. <laughs> Anna Ivanovna. She was the daughter of Peter the Great's half-brother, <laughs> Ivan V. And she ruled for 10 years. These years are sometimes referred to as the dark times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so her ascendancy to the throne was orchestrated in part by the Privy Council, powerful body in Russia at the time. The toilet group. <laughs> <laughs> they picked Anna in part because she was a widow, so they didn't have a husband to deal with. And they had her sign what were called the conditions, hmm. which stated that she couldn't declare war, impose new taxes, punish nobility, or do anything much more than sit on the throne quietly without their consent. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, unfortunately, the conditions neglected to say that she couldn't tear them up and ignore them once she was empress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you become empress, don't you have all the power? <laughs> Which is essentially what she did. Then she had some of the Privy Council hung, and the others sent to <laughs> Siberia, just to make her feelings on the matter clear. Leave no witnesses! <laughs> Now, Anna had something of a tragic past. She was married she was at, born in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> she was married at 17 to Duke William, an event she was extremely excited about as a 17-year-old girl. Um, <laughs> she had his poster up on her wall. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote oh, him extremely enthusiastic letters. <laughs> XOXOXO. Yeah. Her wedding was gorgeous, and in the days of partying afterward, her Jeez. husband drank a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot. I guess he wasn't as on board as she was. <laughs> like, he got no drinking contest with Peter the Great, who was 6'8 and could hold his liquor. <laughs> <laughs> so after the wedding, the Duke took sick and died within two months. Jesus. No one's sure why, but most people blame the booze. Peter the Great refused to allow Anna to remarry. Look what you did to that last guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very irresponsible of you, Anna. I'm not going to give you another noble till you prove to be responsible. <laughs> I have a nova even now. <laughs> so by the time she found herself on the throne, she'd grown rather bitter on the subject of love. When one of her nobles, uh, a Prince Mikal, married and was deliriously happy with a Catholic woman, mm. of all things, mm. Anna sort of lost her shit. <laughs> now... The woman died shortly after the wedding, which you'd think would have given her some some sympathy for the dude. Like, mm. she's been through it. He's been through it. Uh, no. Uh, How dare you. Anna turned Mikal into a jester. Wow. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> for the magic spell. According to an article I read, he had to pretend to be a chicken. <laughs> he had to sit on a nest of eggs in Anna's reception room and pretend to lay them when visitors came to see her. Cool. But how much did he get paid? <laughs> Didn't get his head cut off. I was going to say. But, he gets a keep your head for free card every day. <laughs> Yay. Somehow, this was not enough to soothe her temper. She ordered an ice palace built. Okay. It was 80 feet long and 33 feet high. Inside was a fully furnished bridal suite. The bed, the pillows, even the clocks were made of ice. Uh, and a there, heck of a time warming those eggs in there. <laughs> outside there were ice trees, and in the ice tree there were ice birds. Wow. There was an ice statue of an elephant that spouted water. 
The ice carving um, industry is booming. I also <laughs> saw that it spouted burning petroleum, which sounds really um, cool. Wait, what? <laughs> a flaming ice elephant. <laughs> so cool for about two minutes. <laughs> There's also a man who could sit inside the elephant with a horn to make the elephant bellow. What? <laughs> which by itself doesn't sound like a great job, though maybe better than Anna's personal chicken. Sounds like a shivering elephant. <laughs> What a spooky elephant. <laughs> Anna then commanded that Mikal marry one of her maids, a woman reportedly old and ugly. That's about the only description we get. <laughs> but she commanded loves him, chickens. Commanded him to have an ice honeymoon. <laughs> For the wedding, the couple was dressed as clowns. <laughs> okay. And then they were carried by elephant to the ice palace. Elephant. That's kind of cool. Where she dumped water all over his butt crack before making him sit on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after the wedding, the couple was forced to spend their wedding night inside the ice palace. <laughs> Naked. During oh. one of the coldest winters in Russian history. <laughs> I don't know if it really all matters the, at that point. Yeah. And all the nobles just leered through the clear walls at them. <laughs> uh, they miraculously survived. Take that. Ivan Ivanovna. <laughs> Stood next to the burning petroleum. Apparently, yeah. the woman bought a coat from one of the guards. Ah tricky but i think that's still pretty impressive yeah um, that guard became a chicken <laughs> <laughs> well luckily anna died shortly afterwards by of kidney troubles so she hmm. didn't get to torture them for much longer after that <laughs> kidney <laughs> troubles she was stabbed seven times in one of them oh yeah here's your kidney problem there's a knife in it <laughs> she was followed on the throne by ivan the sixth a two-month-old baby <laughs> <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Do as your leader commands. <laughs> da, 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 da. He lasted a year before oh, being locked up in prison for the rest of his life and I, murdered by his guards I, at 21. Wow. Wait, what? He was a year and four months when they locked him up? <laughs> what did he year do? two months. Get in there, baby. <laughs> Show you to throw a tantrum. <laughs> like I said, things were a little bit a mess after Peter died. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the Wild West over there, I guess. Work out your inheritance plan ahead of times, people. If only he had finished a sentence. We're going to finish up our stories by talking about Catherine the Great. Mm. Was she also very tall? <laughs> Is she also a rock? <laughs> Did she like chickens? <laughs> bark, bark, bark. So we're going to talk about Catherine the Great, mostly because it'd be weird to leave her out. She's got the great in her title and everything. Yeah. First fact about Catherine the Great. She didn't die attempting to have sex with a horse. Oh, okay. okay. That's good. <laughs> Me neither. Which so is far. the, <laughs> the fact that everyone tends to know about her. Fact. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was Mr. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> she actually died of a stroke, but misogyny is a hell of a drug and it lasts a long time. The horse may or may not have caused the stroke. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she, she died of a stroke, stroking that horse. <laughs> <laughs> So Catherine the Great was handpicked by Empress Elizabeth, who followed baby Ivan onto the throne. <laughs> was she the one who locked him up? Yes. Okay. Into I prison with you, child. <laughs> Elizabeth wanted a strong, capable wife for her son, Peter III, and Catherine, then named Sophie. Peter III. <laughs> fit the bill. Why do they keep on renaming these women? Uh, a lot of them because they're converting and when they convert, uh, they change their name. Get their Christian name. Mm-hmm. Call me Jesusina. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for Peter, 
While Catherine was strong and capable, she wasn't very fond of her husband. And he wasn't particularly fond of her. But he's good as three normal Peters. (laughs) So um, for the first eight years of their marriage, Catherine did not conceive. And then suddenly she was pregnant. Hmm. And... The rumor was she was pregnant with a the child of a soldier who she had taken as a lover, and she never denied this. Okay. And indeed, she was heard to say that Elizabeth had sanctioned the union. Hmm. You know, get an heir wherever you can. Yeah. When Peter finally took the throne after his mother's death, he lasted all of six months before Catherine, backed by the military, deposed him in a mostly bloodless takeover. Mostly. <laughs> Uh, there was one casualty. It was Peter. Oh, well, if you had to have me guess. <laughs> he was killed by Catherine's lover's brother. Uh-oh. She claimed she did not know about the plan to kill him. <laughs> I'm Oops. just as surprised as you are. <laughs> Somebody jail a few babies for this. <laughs> <laughs> so Catherine was a fairly decent ruler, all told. She supported the arts. She, in fact, called herself a glutton for art. Hmm. She expanded Russian territory. She focused on education. In fact, she wrote numerous books and pamphlets about the importance of education. No one could read them, but they were there. (laughs) She also made some steps, although not very big ones, toward giving serfs a bit more freedom. Hmm. I think she made a law that if you bought your way out of serfdom, you couldn't be put back in serfdom. Good, like that movie Gladiator. (laughs) Uh, she also managed to turn back numerous uprisings against her, including one led by a man claiming to be her dead husband. Huh. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Go home. This is suspicious. <laughs> this is very suspicious. <laughs> Old man Jenkins. <laughs> I want to see a Russian Scooby-Doo show. <laughs> Quickly, you go this way and take your large glasses with you. I will go here with pretty lady. (laughs) Oh, no, the real villain was the proletariat. (laughs) Thankfully, (laughs) Stalin Doobie-Doo has saved us. (laughs) You want more Stalin snacks? 30,000 people died to bring this box of snacks. Please enjoy slowly. As much as I hate to focus on a woman's relationships, Catherine is kind of unique in history in being a female ruler who was unabashedly into sex and had as much as she wanted whenever (laughs) she wanted and didn't let anyone shame her for it. Get yours. Sex (laughs) o'clock. She was also quite possibly history's greatest ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Not to Peter. (laughs) Well, she wasn't his girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she didn't want to marry anyone. Mm. So the rumors that Catherine had a harem are widely considered to be false. Catherine was a bit of a serial monogamist. She tend to have tended to have one boyfriend at a time. Oh, they were all guys, so it's called a harem. <laughs> yeah. As we know in a previous episode, I called it a hism. Oh, right. <laughs> but she did take numerous lovers during her lifetime and had four children, all from different men. None of them probably from her husband. (laughs) But probably from her. (laughs) Most likely. She got on splendidly with all her boyfriends, Hmm. both during and after their breakups. Indeed, sometimes her boyfriends would arrange 
for the next boyfriend in line. <laughs> wow. her into cool, they would hook her up with someone who they thought was to her taste. Super You've got chill. to try this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't, but... Uh... <laughs> In return, her parting gifts when she tired of someone were certainly extravagant. Oh. She arranged for one ex to become the king of Poland. Wow. <laughs> That's some good sex. <laughs> she gave another one 1,000 serfs. Jeez. What would you even do with that many? Her, uh, you know, movements on the freedom of the serfs only went so far. She still needed to be able to give them as gifts. <laughs> and my answer to that is called a uh, uh, make a YouTube channel called Surf Fights. <laughs> <laughs> and it was practically a given that if you hooked up with Catherine the Great, you could count on a palace and a lifetime allowance for yourself and your family. Wow. What if you were, what if you were bad in bed? <laughs> Probably you didn't rise to the rank of boyfriend then. Yeah, we, we don't hear about those ones, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, they don't make it past the tryouts. They get, they get a pat on the head and maybe a saber. They were written <laughs> out of history. <laughs> I mean, if she's getting recommendations from previous boyfriends, I'm hoping that they're like vetting the next guy's <laughs> other lovers. Like, on a scale from one to ten. <laughs> on a scale from one to empress, how good's your cunnilingus? <laughs> <laughs> so, in short, she really didn't need to have sex with a horse. Uh, <laughs> she had plenty of gentlemen keeping her busy. She did have sex with a man named Clyde Dale. <laughs> so, uh, yes, that's Catherine the Great. Uh, a better ex than Henry VIII or uh, Peter the Great, I would say. Good for you, Kathy. It was mutual. <laughs> so, moving on, I'd love to hear your stories about uh, <laughs> Russian empresses. Or Russia in general. <laughs> I've seen Anastasia. Oh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> It had uh, Christopher Lloyd in it. That's always fun. <laughs> and Bartok the Bat. Yeah, apparently they now know for a fact that she was not the Princess Anastasia. Yeah. Like, they, they ran her DNA. <laughs> I mean, I, and you can't do episodes about Russia because all you're going to get is Russian accents. That's <laughs> it's not our choice. I'm sure our Russian listeners will appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I would like to point out I have never done a Russian accent, friends. Ever? Ever in my entire <laughs> when life. When you do the Scottish episode, you also get my bad dwarf voice. So <laughs> You'll get my good dwarf voice. And my axe. <laughs> Are you a naughty dwarf, Andy? Just <laughs> <laughs> yes. keep the bedroom talk to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> hi-ho, hi-ho. My, my, my name in, in, the, in The Hobbit was overtly feely. <laughs> <laughs> son <laughs> all right so we're gonna move on to what are your morals worth mm. and i wanted to get one that was actually a moral question instead of merely a discomfort question this mm. time so i'm not going to ask you how much to spend a night in the ice palace mm. i'm gonna ask you how much to act as a guard while a couple spends the night in the mm. ice palace i get some extra money from selling my coat yeah, say, can I but tell then you my don't coat? have a coat. Oh, good point. <laughs> and it is a cold yeah, Russian winter. It is winter. very cold. <laughs> but I get to stand out by the flame elephant, so. <laughs> can I be in the flame elephant? <laughs> With the horn? <laughs> it's only one night's worth of work? <laughs> yeah, you're guarding the door. You're making sure that they're inside naked and shivering. <laughs> I mean, the weather's going to suck, but that seems like a like an easy gig. <laughs> That's why it's a moral question, Adam. <laughs> oh, 
Who doesn't want to guard a bunch of nude clowns? <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely somebody's fetish. Can or is there only crime being happily married once? Yes, and also being a little ugly. <laughs> yes, that is correct. and old. Yeah, and not being a satisfactory chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Worst chicken I've ever had. <laughs> you only laid one egg. <laughs> they never hatched. Didn't wake me up till nine. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds they're gonna die? One night in an ice bed, they'll probably be okay. One night in an ice bed makes your nuts fall off. <laughs> but it's going to be cold, and they're going to be even colder. Significantly. I do not like cold. That's what my, my parents went to Russia on a trip, and they're like, we visited an ice hotel. I was like, have fun in hell. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sticking to it. I think this is an easy job. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, they're going to stay in the ice palace, either, whether I'm guarding it or not. They'll just find another guard. That's true. <laughs> Our guards also surfs. I don't think, I don't know. Not after not tonight's even, work. <laughs> I'm not even going to claim to know what the ranking of guards in Imperial Russia was. I'd like enough money to bribe a guy to raise my rank enough so I don't have to guard the ice palace again. <laughs> well, I think it's a one night gig and then you're back in present day. Oh, poof poof. I mean, at best, or at worst, it's just going to be seasonal. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on where in Russia you are. Now hiring Christmas guards. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to our ho, ho, hotel. (laughs) Uh, Not much. Do I get to keep the uniform and weapons that come with it? You can demand that as part of your pay. (laughs) I don't know if I want to demand anything from this lady. Why not? She dies like three days later. <laughs> uh, two thousand bucks? Yeah, I was gonna say five with my coat for an additional five hundred bucks. You're gonna uh, charge them for your coat? <laughs> well, that's the deal. You can give them a free coat. <laughs> I was gonna go much lower. <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> oh, I mean, I want It's just one night's worth of work, but I want to be compensated. So I was gonna say like five hundred bucks. That's pretty good for one night. Yeah. yeah. I want fifty thousand dollars. I don't want to torture people. Well, you're not torturing them. They stay there and get tortured. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure people have said that all throughout history. (laughs) I was just standing there. I was just there with a weapon to make sure they didn't get out. (laughs) Maybe a hundred thousand. Sounds awful and cold. Yeah, the cold. I almost charged more for the cold. Yeah, guards don't freeze people. Weather freezes people. That's true. I couldn't freeze a person if I tried. <laughs> so you're saying this wasn't Anna's fault at all? No. <laughs> I mean, she built them a palace. No, she didn't build it. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more innocent she sounds. Yeah. <laughs> she just sent them on a nice honeymoon to a romantic <laughs> ice palace. She set them up on a nice date slash wedding. <laughs> <laughs> think how much they saved on the dress being naked clowns. <laughs> Well, you're all awful people. <laughs> Thanks. But I got to see naked clowns for $2,000. <laughs> I got paid to watch naked clowns. <laughs> Every man's dream. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Thanks to the crew for joining me today. Thanks to our regal editor, Gerard. And thanks to you for listening. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Acid Pop Podcast. You can contact us on Reddit or email us at acidpoppodcast at gmail.com. And you can support us on Patreon for bonus episodes, including our episode on Peter the Great. And remember, be nice to your exes. Hoo-hee!
bless you. Take <laughs> <laughs> those naked clowns getting out. <laughs> 